episode 96 Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony. Sitting right next to me, as always, is my pal, DeQuincy. You're going with a very low-key opening. I wasn't expecting this. I'm going with no opening, basically. We just finished watching uh, WWE NXT TakeOver uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn? Four. Four. Brooklyn Four. The main event was uh, Tommaso Ciampa, the NXT champion, versus uh, uh, Johnny Gargano in a last-man-standing match. And I forgot that Tommaso Ciampa does not have it has it doesn't have entrance music theme music like that's his that's his gimmick is his that entrance music is your hate right right it's it's your boos and your 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 hisses and everything like that like I forgot that he like that's his gimmick he doesn't use you know theme music so I thought I'd do the same tonight you know we just watched the match and it was actually a great match uh, and it's got me it's got me pumped for SummerSlam. You can spoil. You can spoil it by the time this comes out. People have either watched it or already seen the results online. That's true. Well, Champa retains the title in the last man standing match in a really brutal, intense match. And you know, once again, the only person that can stop Johnny Gargano is Johnny Gargano. Gargano. Yeah, that's 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 the tale they're they're telling. Mm-hmm. Um, but watching that match, watching what these guys put themselves through, it just reinforces how crazy you have to be to be a professional wrestler what you're willing to put yourself through um, I can't imagine what it's like to to feed off that energy to to be willing to put yourself through tables and and barricades and, and you know steel you know steel steps all that kind of stuff did you ever think about being a wrestler when you were a kid no no never I did for a while <clears throat> but then well you got the size you could, I, I'm not as tall I'm like I'm barely six feet, so the WWE will give me like six two, but right. yeah, or they'll give me six two and six three as I'm barely scraping, you know, six foot even. But uh, I just don't have the, the work ethic for it. Yeah, I mean, I look back, you know, all those years ago as a kid and thought, man, you, you know, it would have been fun. But mm-hmm. uh, I think about it now as a as a grown man, but. Um, I think about now with a boat with a, as a grown man with bad knees. <laughs> think about oh god, jumping like I couldn't imagine doing like the suicide dives that everyone does now. Right. Well, I think about it now because like you know it's stupid to say, but like I'm more athletic than I was 15 years ago when I was 15. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm more into physical activities than than I was at that age. Well, you still have time. You're only what 30. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you're on the other side of that? No, I, I, I'm 30, but... Okay. No, the, you go the DDP route, just start a little old. <laughs> That's true, he did start at 37, but again, he was a giant. He was a giant man. That's what we're talking about. It's I mean, like, you'll get six foot in WWE. I'm barely 5'10". I said you'll get reality. six foot in WWE. They'll give you those extra four or five inches you need. <laughs> Come on, three, dude. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we were talking about like you know guys these days aren't monsters. You know they're they're more athletic, yes, mm-hmm. but um, they look more like American citizens compared to what we saw in their 
in the eighties and nineties where they were like and even in hulking the, giants. Even in the early two thousands, mm-hmm. I mean, when you still had, you know, Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton and Batista. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Hulk Hogan was still performing, and he's Ooh. a big guy, right? Uh, Scott Hall. I mean, I look at Scott Hall, and it's just like that guy was just a monster because he wasn't the tallest man, but he was just. Scott you could Hall. tell he was just tougher and, and bigger than everybody. Kevin Nash, yeah, the big one. But see, Nash was brittle. That <laughs> was too tall. <laughs> <laughs> the bowls kept the snapping. He was legitimately. I'm sorry, those quads kept the snapping. He was legitimately seven feet tall, but um, those yeah, those quads and knees. Couldn't they, hold up. They, they, he they, was seven foot tall, but those quads, God created them for a man about six two. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, you know, I think about it now, and it would be fun, but no, that that window has has closed. It's closed. Ship yeah. sailed. Ship <laughs> crashed and ain't left. The I'm not that athletic, uh, you know. <laughs> now, more athletic than 15 years ago, but still not as athletic as I would have to be. You've left your prime. I don't know yet, maybe. Mm-hmm. I hope not. We'll see. So You work in a medical center, so I'm sure someone will can supply you with some HGH. Stem cells, man. And that too. There you go. Um, so yeah, again, like, like I said, I'm excited for SummerSlam again. I, I you know <clears throat> I try not to be that fan that dumps all over the product. It's it's tough at times, don't get me wrong. It is tough to not nitpick it. Things that are that they're doing or that we perceive they're doing wrong. Yeah, but um, I feel like if you're a fan of something, you have the right to criticize. Sure. If you know you're paying, like if we went to go see a Marvel movie or a DCEU movie, and there was something we didn't like, we should be able to just criticize. Roll off the tongue right there. Yeah. <laughs> DCU. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. What's it called now? World of DC or DC Worlds, whatever they change names to. Yeah. But anyway, if you I know we complain. We still love it because we still watch it. We just want it to be better. Yeah. We want I, we want the fun that we had tonight watching NXT. We wish we could have every night watching Raw and SmackDown. Right. And their, pay, and their <clears throat> pay-per-views. And I try to remind myself that I am 30 and I still watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. So try not to get too... Hey, that's not as bad. It's not a... No, no, I don't want to... It's not like it was when we were, you know, in high, uh, middle school, high school where it's like... You were nerd because you were like wrestling. Now it's like it's a global thing. It is, but I just don't want to be too down on the product, you know. <laughs> I but don't, you know, don't get me wrong. I still don't like certain things when they happen. I'm still kind of like well, that doesn't make sense. But mm-hmm. uh, but again, it's like we were talking about before we started recording. You know, with like sports, I just don't get that emotionally invested. You know, I, um, and so you know, if I don't get emotionally invested for sports, I probably shouldn't do it for wrestling. As much either, um, I so I try to enjoy the product as I, much as I can. Yeah, I enjoy. It. I critique yeah. you WWE sure. because I love you. I want the best for you. And it's still because it's still fun. Because mm-hmm. even though, yeah, because we are in our thirties, mm-hmm. but we still enjoy it. It's still fun. It's still you're um, still real to me, damn it. <laughs> of course, always. Um, yeah. So, I uh, when these big shows come up. WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, Money in the Bank now even because mm-hmm. you know it's for me it's like it's worked like they're they're uh, you know they they wanted to push 
the Money in the Bank pay-per-view as a, as a big five, as a fifth big show. And for me, it's worked because I get excited when Money in the Bank comes around because it's a, it's a great match. It's a great gimmick. You know, you just I never feel know like, what's uh, happen. You know, we talk about they have the big four and then you just say Money in the Bank to the big five. I think they have big six with Elimination Chamber. Yeah, that's a fun one too. I haven't gotten there with you yet with it. But I, I do enjoy it when it happens. But Money in the Bank, I do look forward to a lot. Um, so, yeah, and, you know, SummerSlam is here, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. It's a, you know, it's a, it's, it's a pay-per-view that knows, that you know is going to be um, broadcast in front of a, a sold-out crowd. Yeah, it's, the crowd size is going to be second to WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, is it crazy? There's 13 matches on the card, including the, uh, the pre-show. Gosh. We don't have, Sasha, ba- Sasha and Bailey aren't on it. Randy Orton isn't on it. Randy, yeah. It's like, it's crazy that we have all these matches. It's going to be about five or six hours, and some of the biggest names, Oscar, have been completely left off. Right. It, it's, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a good thing, because we are really in the golden golden age of wrestling. Um, there have been, never been this many talented, pure athletes, pure wrestlers, however you want to call them, the WWE in the entire history of wrestling. So, for me, I mean, it's it kind of sucks that um, there are talented wrestlers that won't be on the card, but it's like, the card is so strong. Right. Where would you put them? Exactly, if, yeah. If you had, like, 15, 16 matches on here, then it's like, okay, then this match would be great for 30 minutes, like the Seth Rollins and... Um, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler match. Okay, instead of being 30 minutes, not going to be 15 minutes, you know, you missed that... You, you got to rush it. You missed that greatness. So it's better to have fewer matches and expand it, even if there are some people that are left off. I I, I agree. I think it's... Um, it's... <clears throat> I feel like it's, it's only going to make... The performers want to work harder. That get too. better on the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, get better in the ring. Absolutely. And except for Orton, I mean, he look. Randy Orton doesn't have to do any of that anymore because he's Randy Orton. Um, you know, he, his legacy is pretty much cemented, and mm-hmm. then uh, he can kind of come and go as he pleases, and and we'll still get a reaction. Uh, but performers like Oscar, Bailey, Sasha Banks. Uh, Titus Worldwide, even I would, I think you know, you always got to look at those guys too. You know, they're they're all really great performers, uh, and hopefully, you know, it's just a, it's a lot. Like you know, again, I hope these things are just you know momentary bumps in the road, and that eventually everybody will get their chance to to really to break out and shine. Alright, ready to break down the card? Let's do it. Man, I didn't realize 13 matches. We, <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta get to it. Alright, so uh, starting with the pre-show. Let's see. We'll start with the one that doesn't involve a title. Uh, we got Rusev and Lana versus Aldri- Aldri- Andrade Cien Almas and Zelina Vega. So, the last time we recorded and talked about wrestling, I oh. predicted that... Um, Andrade Cien Almas was on the pre-show again, mm-hmm. and I predicted he was going to be one and done at the pre-show. I was wrong, <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course I was wrong. Um, but, again, you know, this is a big show. I, I get it. 
I want to say that after this, he won't be relegated to the pre-show. Um, I feel like I feel like this rivalry could have been on the main card as well. Mm. I, I've liked it. I've liked that Lana and, and Zelina Vega have gotten you know involved and, and uh, are feuding as well. You know they've had matches on television. You know, Cien Almas and Rusev have had really good matches. Yeah, they work really well together. And great chemistry. Great chemistry, and it's a testament to how good both of they are, both of them are on their own. Mm-hmm. Because Rusev can pretty much have a good match with anybody, and so can Cien Almas. I mean, he's had great matches, <clears throat> and. You know, yeah, to one see of his first matches on SmackDown was against AJ Styles, and he definitely held his own. It was a fantastic yeah. match, and to so to see these two guys that are great performers come together and show that they have great chemistry together, uh, yeah, I think it it, it could have merited um, a spot on the main card. But you know, nonetheless, the match is going to happen. It'll be fun. Uh, I think it's better it's on the pre-show because they'll get more time than if they were on the, you know, they got ten matches. That's on a good the way to look at it. Okay, I'd probably give. I, and I think it's for the the pre-show is going to be of two hours. Usually is with these bigger shows. Yeah, so you know they'll have a nice run of time. Okay, give them give them twenty five thirty minutes. See what they can do. I I, I would say I'd go closer to twenty. Twenty. But, okay. But that's still a good amount of time. Yeah, that's more. That's time. more than anybody would get on the main card. Exactly. Um, did you watch the SmackDown Live Go Home show? I did not. So apparently, uh, Rusev is face now? From what I heard, it was, you know... Face adjacent? <laughs> I, I think that'd be a good way to put it. Okay. Um, I think for this particular feud, he's, he's the baby face. And, hey man, Lana, they're baby faces. And that's fine, I mean... Um, so what happens with Aiden English? Uh, Does he stay heel and, you know... Causes Rusev to win, and he feud. They, they feud. Because it seems like that's wrestling's one on one when it comes to the tag teams. You, you're together. You're friends for a while, and then eventually well, one turns on the other. I hope that that's the best case scenario. Mm-hmm. And I, and if if I had to pick, I would hope that would be the outcome because one, it would give Rusev the opportunity to actually be the babyface. Mm-hmm. That, that he wants to be, and he clearly is. I mean, he's over with the fans. Rusev Day is huge. Um, and I guess it's the best case scenario because otherwise, if you don't have that feud with Aiden English, then Aiden English just goes away. And Aiden English doesn't show up on TV for a while or it just again, it gets lost in the shuffle. Maybe he goes to Raw, fuse with Elias. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> they just have sing-offs. Um, so that's the best case scenario for... For English. Okay. Um, who you got? I'm going to go with uh, uh, Andrade and, and Zelina. Okay. I mean, <clears throat> look, Rusev and, and Lana definitely deserve a SummerSlam win or whatever. You know, they... Look, they're... They, I, all four of them, I think, deserve a... a they, they, you can make a case for all four to, to win, or both teams to win. Um, but... You got a lot of momentum going with with Cien Almas um, as a as a, a heel, so I think he can't lose he can't lose a match right now to 
unfortunately, when I say a guy like Rusev, because Rusev, as great as he is, is still not a top guy. He can lose. Cien Almas can lose a match to, to AJ Styles on television, and that's fine. Um, Rusev goes for battling for the WWE Championship to the pre-show yeah. in a matter of a month, and that's a bummer. Um, but I feel like the new the new duo, you know, the new couple on the block, them over. Yeah, need to, to go over this time. You know, Rusev is always going to be over for for now. He's going to be over. Um, for the foreseeable future, and you okay. don't want to you don't want to lose out. The, you don't want to you know halt any momentum you've got going for Cien Almas. Okay. I'm going Rusev just because I want to go sure. with Rusev. Sure, I don't really that's. I mean, look, again, I don't have any complaints with anybody with yeah. anybody losing. I like both of these guys in in the ring and on the mic. So I'm just picking Rusev. Uh, moving on to the next match. Uh, let's get this one out the way. We got Cedric Alexander defending his WWE Cruiserweight Championship against Drew Gulak. I'm just going to say Gulak. I haven't followed the storyline at all. Me neither. Uh, it's on 205 Live. Yeah, apparently Gentleman Jack and the Brian Kendrick are banned from ringside. For what reason? I don't know. If you ask me which one is uh, on Alexander, if they're on Alexander's side or Gulak's side, I couldn't answer that question for you. Um, yeah. Cedric's had the title since WrestleMania, hasn't he? Uh, I believe so. Or before. Because at WrestleMania, he took on um, Mustafa Ali. That's right. At the uh, He's had three. it most of the year now. Yeah. Since he took it off Enzo. Hmm. So, Got I think it's time. To go. Yeah. So, you think it's time? Sure. I'm going with you, just because we just switch it up. It's, it's time mm-hmm. in terms of... Talking about it too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Moving on. Um, I'll, I'm going to try and watch it though. I, I will do my best to watch the whole pre-show, give it a chance, and you know, have a better, you know, have a better, uh, have more to say about either of those guys, you know, next time around. Because I did watch the uh, match Cedric had against Mustafa Ali uh, back at WrestleMania, and it was entertaining. Of course, it just I just never went back to it. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the next uh, match, we have the B team defending their Raw Tag Team Championship against the Revival. That's a weird. <laughs> a weird. Uh, I don't know. It's a, the, the Raw Tag Title scene is so weird. People say it's dead and terrible, but um, who's who on Raw? Who the tag teams on Raw? We got the revival B team, the the leader of worlds. Not anymore. They're done. They're done. Yeah, Matt Hardy is on the shelf, healing from injuries. So that chapter is closed. Yeah. Uh, Quick tangent. I feel like both Matt and Jeff Hardy need to say their goodbyes and be um, be family men. Yeah, because they've had good runs. Yeah, but they're getting old and hurt too often. Yeah. Um, but back to this match. Authors of Pain. Authors of... Uh, Authors of Pain. Um, who? I can't think of anybody. I guess uh, if you wanted to say Ziggler and McIntyre. Possibly. Toddish Worldwide. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I know there's others. But, see, that's what's... That's the problem is that they're making you forget about all these tag teams. 
So Velveteen Dream just came out watching the replay of uh, Brooklyn, and I'm just I just want to point out his tights. Next time he stands up, oh brother! On his tights, on his on his behind, it says "Call me up, Vince." He's he's ready for the main roster. I love this. I love this guy. There's no more Velveteen Dream stock because both I and Cam Hawkins uh, from the East Coast Cast podcast, we've bought it all up. <laughs> we are 100 percent in on this guy. He's showing them tights and wiggling his his tush. Wow. Call me up, Vince. I love this guy, man. Um, he's, he's got it all, man. Oh God, he's got the size and athleticism and the charisma. charisma. That that guy has to be a champion at some point. If he's not WWE champion or you know Universal champion within the next year, year and a half, <laughs> you're, you're calling it. You're booking it already. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to Stanford, Connecticut, in front of the Titan Towers and holding up a sign. <laughs> That says Vince doesn't like black people. <laughs> I, th- I, don't think, I don't think you'll be alone. Um, you got anything else to say about this match? No. I mean, I'm happy the revival's getting some some time. A, ta- a tag team title shot. Yeah, because they came up. Uh, do you remember when they came up? Was that the WrestleMania? No, it was last year. Yeah, they came up and just disappeared. Well, they both got hurt at different. Oh, that's right. They both points. got hurt. That's right. But they kept them. Uh, as a tag team, so it's like that's how little I care. I thought about the revival. I forgot to like they got hurt one after the other. One would get hurt, and then the other never wrestled. Mm-hmm. And then they both came back, and then the oh other got God. hurt. And the other did never wrestled. So until they were both healthy, could they both could perform as as a, a tag team still. The problem with the revival is the same thing we spoke about this offline about uh, Gargano and uh, Champa. Right. They both, they all four of them fail David Shoemaker's Randy Orton test. <laughs> what the test said, if you, the, test, the test is basically, if you get in the ring with Randy Orton, you need to look like a wrestler. And all these guys are short and kind of stocky. Right. So it's like, these guys, they look great in NXT because they're all the same size. But when they get pulled up to the, to the main roster, they look small than everybody. And so it kind of, it just kind of breaks the, uh, the illusion. But going back. Not the Velveteen Dream. He's he's tall and lanky, mm-hmm. but let's say he's six feet. He doesn't look. He looks taller than six feet. Mm-hmm. He, and everything he does, he plays up. Right, and he can jump across the the ring from one end of the ring to the other, mm-hmm. looking like a six footer doing it, and you never see six footers jumping across the ring. Mm-hmm. So, again, I think that's why he would be. He, he's going to be. Fantastic when he makes it to the yeah. main roster. <clears throat> so, uh, who you got in this match? Because I have nothing else to say. I'll just say the B team retains. Uh, we both picked Drew Gulak, and I feel they're going to change two titles on the pre-show. So I'll go with you. I'm going with the B team. Uh, moving on. Let's go to the go to the main show. Ready? Let's do it. First match. So we're going in order of least important to most important. Let's go with <laughs> oh another quick match. I don't think either one of us has much to talk about. Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. Yeah, I mean, you just you got to get Finn on the card, I guess, at this point. Look, I don't know. Yeah. Because Finn's whole booking since he came back from his injury has been strange. Boy, talk about the 
of any injury to ever derail a career, that's got to be the, the that's, one. That's, yeah, that's definitely up there. Because he went from being Universal Champion to being... To being booked to fighting for the Universal Champion the night of his debut mm-hmm. on the main roster. Yeah. <clears throat> to nothing. Yeah, he's, he just, he's just a guy. And, like, I don't know if... It's just because of the whole Roman Reigns thing. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar has just put a stop on everyone else, or maybe or Vince or someone in the back has lost confidence in him. But man, I think just it's there. just they don't they don't want to tell the story of David versus Goliath. I feel like the idea of him challenging Brock Lesnar for the title is just too unrealistic for their liking. But tell it anyways. It'd be a great, it'd be a great feud. It'd be a great feud, and even if it's like just a, you know, Finn only gets one match against Lesnar. At least he gets his one match, and he at least he's on the in the main event. We don't don't have to see the same you know match time and time over and over again. Um, Baron Corbin, first off, thank you for shaving off your head. You came home, and we thank you for it. It was Uh, second. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, that was time. Uh, second, um, congratulations being out there wrestling in slacks and a dress shirt. <laughs> and a vest. And he takes the vest off. Oh, he does. Okay, okay. Um, and that's all I got. And uh, shout out to any anybody that makes dress shirts with stretch. Because that's what he's got to be wearing. Stretch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, otherwise, those things would tear every time I mean, he's in the ring. Yes. Um... God, that's terrible. We have nothing. That's all I got. Who you got winning? Uh, I'll go Finn. Uh, me too. They've gone one and one. Let's just, again, close the door on this rivalry mm-hmm. and call it a day. Finn, Finn goes over and, and moves on to something, anything other than this feud. Oh, one other thing about Baron Corbin. The whole constable act... It's been working for me. It has. It's been working. It's given him something to do. Yes. And, uh, hey, you know, for him it's good because he's on te- he's he's on TV every week. Mm-hmm. And he's on TV for more than one segment, mm-hmm. usually, each night. Get get as much face time as you can. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Uh, so we're both on Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the next match. Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. This is, you know, honestly, if, if Brock Lesnar wasn't <clears throat> fighting on this card, mm-hmm. this match and even the Intercontinental title, well, yeah, I shouldn't have said that, but I was because I, I would have said the same thing later on, but this and the IC title match, I think either one of those two could have main evented this pay-per-view. You put those two over the 100%, WWE Championship? 100%. I put it over the WWE title. Wow. AJ and Samoa Joe. The. I am, I am shocked that my words have failed me. Daniel Bryan and The Miz. One, Daniel Bryan is popular enough to main event Brett SummerSlam. Agreed. I don't think anybody would uh, be upset about that. Two, The Miz is hands down the best overall performer on the WWE roster, on the main roster, I would say. He's good on the mic. He's good in the ring. He is effective at what he's supposed to do, and that's get him to hate you. He is 
he's the kind of heel that fans want to boo, and they still boo him. Because if Roman Reigns ever turns heel, people are going to go crazy yeah, like, thank God. Yeah. And they're going to love it. But The Miz has always been a heel. Mm-hmm. Has never not been a heel. Hey, he was face with, when he was with Morrison. But it's a singles competitor. Okay. And even then, they were, they were heel at one point. So, if anybody deserves maybe an opportunity to headline SummerSlam... I think it would be the Miz, at this point. I mean, because he does it all. He does PR work. He's got his own show now. Again, his his in ring contributions are second to none. And the storyline, the the rivalry, is <clears throat> not as intense as Ciampa and Gargano, which we just saw in NXT. Mm-hmm. But it's of that level. It's it's as close to that level as as any other feud going on in wrestling. And or in feud, WWE. And a feud that's uh, been going on for, for years. years. Yeah. Uh, they had the videos on SmackDown basically showing from their time together as in, in NXT when Daniel Bryan was uh, the Mrs. Ward right. to now. And it's like, wow, you, you guys have been together and been through a lot. Yeah. And the fact that they've gotten here... I, Look, I don't think they ever planned this to be a an eight year long feud, mm-hmm. but everything has fallen into right the right place for them to both get to this point and to have that history, to have that footage, um, for it to be meaningful now. So, you know, if they had said this was going to be the main event, SummerSlam, I would have been like, okay, cool, uh, I can see that and I can dig it. Yeah. The only thing I say that is just an addition. You say it's, you you can see it's the main event of SummerSlam. I think it's going to be the main event of next year's WrestleMania. I think if there's a title on the line, that's, it will be. Yes, that's what I'm going with. That would be great. Um, I think eventually The Miz wins the WWE Championship. And he, like he wins at the World Rumble and defends it against uh, Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That's my fancy booking. That would be amazing, and and it deserves it. But I feel like next year, there the the momentum has been going, has been running so high, or uh, I don't know, the momentum has been so strong mm-hmm. over the past year, and currently. Um, but I think the momentum is going to shift towards two women headlining a WrestleMania card. And I think if they're going to do it, they're going to do it sooner rather than later. Okay. So I feel like, as much as I would love to see The Miz and Daniel Bryan headline WrestleMania for the title, don't be surprised if you see Charlotte and Ronda Rousey headline WrestleMania, you know, for the title. Um, that would be my only... I wouldn't complain. Right, right. Second. That would be my only reason why they wouldn't they wouldn't headline. Um but like for now, I would have I would love to see them headline SummerSlam. Um, and I hope you know. And I know we're just going by match order, maybe what's just listed on online. But I really hope this isn't the curtain jerker. I oh, hope this no. is not the the first match of the night. That would be an injustice to both. To no, it would be an injustice to the Miz, Daniel Bryan, and the fans. The order right now was pre-show, all the matches without titles, and then the match. Okay, so that's, yeah, that's yeah. the order I'm going in. Um, 
I don't think I have much of anything else to say. Who you who you got winning? I want to see the Miz win. We are in tandem. High five. I got the Miz winning because I think this is just the first step. Yeah. Because I really believe that the plan is for them to face off at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship. It'd be the greatest. It, it would rival WrestleMania 30. Right. If Daniel Bryan is able Could to do it lead, again. Yeah, if he leaves with the title. Especially beating The Miz. So I think this is the first step. Mm-hmm. And also. I really want the Miz to win the t- the WWE Championship. Get again back in the scene because he deserves it for all the the work he's done in the 100%. past five six years. Because he's become one of the like I when he first started off uh, about ten years ago he had the mic skills but he wasn't he didn't have the ring awareness and the capability. And the last year it's like he's heard all the the criticism that people have slung. Uh, against him in the last five, six years and become one of the best wrestlers, top ten wrestlers, yeah. male wrestlers in WWE <clears throat> right now. And, you know, uh, his promos are, you know, uh, they are... Uh, excellent? They're, Great. they're excellent. <laughs> what are you looking for? <laughs> they're uh, draped, I think, in reality mm-hmm. more than anybody. Because he can legitimately say, I've been in this company for 10 years, and I don't get hurt. Mm-hmm. Everybody else around me that is a champion or is competing for the title have all gotten hurt at one point. I've never gotten hurt. The only time, you know the only time he got hurt? Do you know the only time he got hurt? What? When he defended the WWE title at WrestleMania. He suffered a concussion during the match. That's right, he did. And he finished the match and he won the match. He said he doesn't remember. And that that's another reason why to give that guy a, a title match at WrestleMania. <laughs> because he doesn't remember. His yeah, he doesn't remember his 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 you know crowning achievement. He's gonna watch that with his daughter one day. She's gonna be like, "How was that, Dad?" Like, honestly, sweetheart, I don't remember a damn thing. I don't know. I don't know how I felt. Yeah. Um, you can see right there those those gla- that glazed over look in my face. I was gone. <laughs> Uh, we, so we both got the Miz winning here. Yeah. Man, there's something else I wanted to say about the Miz, but I don't even remember. Have you watched the show? No, I haven't watched yeah. the show. I hope it does great, though. I do, too. I'm not going to watch it, but... I just don't watch reality TV. Because yeah. even though it's reality TV, it's so scripted. Yeah. Um, okay, so we did that. Uh, I'm going to say the Braun Strowman match, because I care about this match right here less. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura defends his U.S. championship against Jeff Hardy. Um, <clears throat> this rivalry is weird because all of a sudden Randy Orton got thrust into it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, like I've kind of lost interest in this whole thing because um, it's not. Would you have cared more if this is a triple threat match with Randy Orton? No, I wouldn't. But I would have cared more if this was a a feud for the WWE title. Oh. But I feel like um, it, it seems like now the United States title is going by the way of the Intercontinental title. Where it's starting to get... Its relevance is starting to fade. Yeah, it's definitely out of the men's. It's, geez, it's the fourth belt. And yeah. you might say the NXT title has surpassed it. It's hard to argue with that main event for tonight. So, um, 
I would love I would have loved to see Shinsuke Nakamura and Jeff Hardy battle for the WWE title WWE title that would have been a great feud um, but again I think it's just it's been an okay feud and again this is a match that um, this is a feud that has now interjected Randy Orton and the fact that he's not in the match doesn't make it better or worse it just makes it weird it's just like okay well he's just gonna be an outside force you know he's gonna presence in, yeah outside presence he, you know he's gonna yeah. interfere in the match somehow or another why don't they just put him in the match my sure um i i all i have to say is time for jeff to go home be a family man that swan tom bomb ain't spinning like he used to <laughs> no it's not. he's not doing the, he's like landing on guys now yeah and uh, that's getting a little worse. And both him and his brother, thank you for the memories. We'll see you at the, you know, the Hall of Fame and you know, whatever, Raw, whatever, big right. Raw, anniversary Smackdown, show, whatever. yeah, anniversary shows or whatever. But it's time for y'all to go back to North Carolina and call it a day. Call it a career. We'll yeah. see you at the Hall of Fame 2020. So Shinsuke retains. <sighs> Yes, I have Shinsuke retaining. I have no idea where. Man, where do they go with this? Does Shinsuke go against Orton, or is Orton feud or Jeff Hardy? I now? think I think Shinsuke can retain and go on to a new feud, and Orton, because Orton is hell bent on feuding with Jeff Hardy. You know, give me uh, Shinsuke versus whoever wins between Rusev and uh, Almas. I could see that. I could totally see that. And I'm okay with, with him retaining. I'm okay with Orton and, and Hardy going on to a feud. I mean, they're, yeah. Let's see. It's okay with those two. All right, next one. I'll give you the option. Do you want to go with the SmackDown Tag Team Championships or the Money in the Bank? SmackDown. Tag team championships. Okay. And, and honestly, like, it's it's a like it's weird that they've devoted time to the SmackDown tag team situation. Well, let me tell you, it's the Bludgeon Brothers defending their championship against the New Day. Right. Which members of New Day we don't know yet. Yeah, but it's like it's it's weird that they've give they've devoted some somewhat more time than they did the Raw tag team scene because they had an actual tournament. To mm-hmm. determine the number one contender, and the New Day, you know, beat the Bar in the in a great yeah. main event match on SmackDown a couple weeks ago to determine the number one contender. Um, so you know, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I how you feel like, about the Br- the Bludgeon Brothers? Oh, I mean, I like Harper and Rowan. I've always liked them because they're just big offensive forces. Um, Rowan is a guy that can again he can be just he's just a brute Harper can be both he can be a brute and a pretty athletic performer a guy who can who flies through the ropes like a small man does Um, a guy who's done Hurricane Ron is off the top rope I believe or in the middle of the ring the fact that he's Big guy doing little guy moves. Yeah. Uh, is impressive. 
the gimmick is okay. You know, it is what it is. I, I'm not. I'm. It's not the. I don't. I don't love the the sledgehammers and stuff like that. Fine, you know. But as long as they're. As long as they're you know getting some time to perform, mm-hmm. I think it's. Uh, I'm always gonna be interested in seeing those guys perform because they, they're a good tag team. Um, and they're. They seem unstoppable, which makes you want to root for someone to to prove that they're not. So the new day gets their chance again, and um, the only reason why I'm not big on the new day winning the tag team titles is because we've seen it so much so often, <clears throat> and it's just like I feel like if they put the tag team titles on them, it's only delaying a singles run for Biggie at this point or not even break and I don't mean that as like breaking up the New Day I'm saying a singles run for Big E with or without the New Day I feel like he could do it they could do it either way it's like you're reading my mind right now because that's how I feel about the New Day they don't need the titles they don't need the titles they're bigger than the titles and I've said this on the podcast before. My dream was for them to win the money, the money in the bank briefcase, and just swap it, carry around. Oh, maybe who's who's cashing in? Like you, it, every time, every pay per view, they could come out. It, it'd be like, oh, who's cashing in? They just play around until like, until yeah. like they decide not to do it, or you know, outside circumstance stops them. And that would have been a great a great gimmick for them to have. I I want them, I want Vicky the challenge for the W title so bad I can taste it, I can taste the dream. They don't need to break up. They're too good to break up. You can still have them together. Maybe have <clears throat> Freebird rules for the WWE Championship. Sure. Or the US title. I just know that it's time for them to do something new. Right. Because- I don't want them to be in the same rut and well not rut because you still you still be tagging champions mm-hmm. but I don't want them to be in the same place this time next year exactly we're sitting here waiting for this push that feels like it's never gonna and then it's like it's creeping your head maybe this shit's just never gonna happen and look you can you don't have to you don't have to break them up because as much as as entertaining as as is as entertaining as uh, Xavier Woods is mm-hmm. and as much as we hate to uh, to talk about the idea of Vince and company picking you know big guys and stuff like that Xavier Woods is, is undersized mm-hmm. and at this point the way things are going out they've, they've got enough undersized guys to compete and to be Singles guys on the roster, you know, no one bigger than than Daniel Bryan at this point. I mean, he's the biggest undersized guy on the roster in terms of popularity and stuff like that. <clears throat> Kobe Kingston has been around for ten years. Outside of an actual world title, has accomplished everything else in the business. He's still a great performer, um, but is. In his mid thirties at this point, Biggie is in his prime in terms of 
his age, mm -hmm. in terms of his experience, in terms of his popularity. He is in his prime. And now is the time to to strike. Strike while the iron is hot, WWE. Come on. And why not do a shield situation where maybe Kofi and, and Woods can compete for the tag titles and Big E can compete for the world title? Because at one point, the Shield held the United States title mm -hmm. and the tag team titles. That's correct. All at once. So it's not out of the realm of possibility in the modern era for a faction to hold multiple titles. And you won't, and then you won't even have to worry about Freebird rules and stuff like that. Because, honestly, Freebird rules, I think, hurt Big E, too. I feel like... Woods and Kingston would be fantastic uh, support roles, mm -hmm. supporting guys, and this is a this is a big opportunity for Big E to be front and center. This is the the This is the best time for him to be front and center. So I feel like, yeah, it'll be nice if they win the titles tomorrow or Sunday or whatever. But it, again, if they do, it only delays Biggie's push. So it is. It's win win, and it's kind of win lose at the same time for the for that team. So saying all that, who you got? I feel like as much as I just talked about it, they're they're going to be short sighted. And I feel like the new day's gonna gonna come out on top. Um, I can't pick against the new day. Yeah. And of it, out of all the guys right now on the roster that I that that are not in NXT, out of all the guys that are on the main roster, Biggie is the guy that I want to see most get some sort of push. Because McIntyre is going to get his push pretty soon. Ziggler's, you know, uh, is in the middle of his. He's hit his ceiling. Rollins is in the middle of his. Ambrose is back and will probably be in the mix for something sometime. Um, but right now, Big E is a guy that I think it's time. It's time for him to get his push. Okay. Uh, we're... We're both picking the new day. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, going on to the next one. Okay. Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens. Uh, singles match for the Money in Bank contract. Now, if Strowman loses by any means, including disqualification, he will lose the contract with Kevin Owens. Mm -hmm. All I can think about is why putting that stipulation if it's not going to mean something. If it's not going to what? If it's not going to mean something. What do you mean? Like, he's going to disqualify himself. And then, like, he maybe he'll just beat, he'll be just beating the crap out of Kevin Owens and the referee has to disqualify him for not respecting his 10 count or whatever. And, you know, Kevin Owens wins the title. I mean, wins the, the contract. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, 
This one because we've seen it on Raw and on at the uh, the last pay per view. What was it, Extreme Rules? Mm-hmm. Where he's just there to beat Kevin Owens up. He doesn't really care about winning. He tossed Kevin Owens off the top of that the right. cage through the table. Kevin Owens won. So I feel like it's the only way. Is it the only way to keep the match entertaining or to keep it um, to to make it more of a challenge for Strowman at this point? Because the way they're doing it is Strowman is proving that there's really no challenge for him, and maybe at this point Strowman is his own worst enemy. Like we said, Gargano is beating Gargano. Strowman might be Strowman. It could be. I mean, he he gave up a win to throw a man twenty feet off the you know off you know twenty feet up onto the ground. Um, I mean, would you rather win or you rather you know try to attempt to kill a person? We all have. What uh, we all the have name of the game is to win. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, it depends on who it is. Maybe tell that to um what's the name Bobby Lashley. He won at that pay per view and he's nowhere on this one. That is true. Wow. Um, I feel like I'm not the only one, but this all goes, I think this just all goes back to the fact that they put the briefcase on Strowman to begin with. I wasn't a fan of him winning that briefcase. Me neither. I'm not a fan of Faces winning the briefcase because the very nature of the briefcase is you're going to go attack someone at their weakest moment, right? Which is the hilliest of heel moves, right? That's and why I pick, you know, I pick Samoa Joe to win that one because yeah. I want to heal of heel because it just plays better. And the only time like a face won, it was Cena, and he lost because he said, "I'm going to challenge, invoke my Money in the Bank contract next week." Wasn't Daniel Bryan a face when he took he won against was it Big Show or Mark Henry? I don't remember that one. I don't, one of them was champion. I think Big Show was champion, and he faced off against Mark Henry that night. And Mark Henry after the match, Mark Henry whooped his ass, and um, Daniel Bryan cashed in. Was that before WrestleMania twenty eight? The one where he got knocked out in five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he was or a heel. fourteen seconds. Because I up think to he, that, no, did he turn heel? I don't, I don't remember. Because at that for that WrestleMania, he was the heel going in. So maybe he was a heel when he cashed in. Look, the only thing playing in his head right now is Steven Universe. So I, I'm just getting. Yeah. I think he turned heel when he got with AJ after winning the championship. Uh maybe. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I'm saying yeah, I remember that. But maybe, maybe that's all happened. I don't know what all happened to that. I don't remember that time. Because that was the year I got back into wrestling. <laughs> when when he lost the title. Wow. Bad time for you. Um, what the hell were we? I'm sorry for that tangent. Oh, the, the uh, idea of a face the, holding the briefcase. Yes, it pops the crowd. Him winning at Money in Bank popped the crowd. But the better thing is what we saw later that night. Alexa Bliss cashing in on uh, right. Nia Jax. Right. The heel... Pulling a bastard move and you know win the belt. Sounds like you're leaning towards Kevin Owens. It's a, it's a cheap move on the WWE to get the briefcase off of him. Oh wow, the WWE pulling off cheap moves. Never seen that before. Wink. Right. Um. 
But you know what? As as much as I don't like the idea of Strowman holding on to it, I just don't. I don't see them putting Kevin Owens over him, even if it is by dastardly means. As and as great as Kevin Owens is as a performer, I still think they're going to be hell bent on keeping the briefcase on him, and uh, him cashing it in on either Roman or Brock. This match right here has so much. Um, what do I want to say? It has so much to do with the uh, Universal title shot. Because for me, I'm thinking if Strowman wins, then he just goes to Kurt Angle, cashes in, and, ma- and it makes it a triple threat. And if Kevin Owen wins, whoever. He just cashes in on whoever wins. Right. More likely reigns. Yeah. If that's the case. If that's the case. So I'm uh, I'm like fantasy booking myself into a corner right here. So I uh, at my heart in my heart of hearts, I think the best thing to happen would be Kevin Owens winning the briefcase and pulling the heel move. Really? Yeah. Because remember where they are. They're in Brooklyn. That's hipster. They're going to be smarts and marks. And these people right. are going to boo the shit out of Roman if he happens. Actually, they're going to boo the shit out of whoever wins. If Roman wins or if Brock retains. So whoever closes out the show, the winner is going to get booed. Mm-hmm. Unless it's Kevin Owens or Braun Strowman. Right. Uh... So I guess you really can't go wrong. With the uh, with the winner, mm-hmm. uh, I just feel like the only the only the only terrible thing would be like Roman won and Kevin Owens had won the Money in the Bank match earlier, and he doesn't come out. There literally might be a murder inside Barclays <laughs> Center. Um, who you got? Because I'm still thinking, man. Mm. I'm going to... I'll say Strowman. I don't like it, but I, I feel like... Why am I making this so difficult? Like, you, like we have a bet on this. <laughs> the only thing we have a bet on is the Phillies versus the Mets. And it looks like you... I think the Mets are on... I mean, Phillies versus the Braves. Braves. Yeah. And I think the Braves took a, took a, uh, a lead. Uh, I'm taking Kevin Owens. Okay. I, I'm fine with it, too. And that bet for the Philly and Braves uh, round of beer. Buy you round. Sounds good. Up. I like it. All right. Uh, it's official. Shake on it. Yeah, let me fast. I did not shake with my left, though. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to go to the women's matches? Sure. Uh, any. Uh, we'll do this the SmackDown one first. Carmella defends her SmackDown Women's Championship against Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Carmella has been surprisingly entertaining as women's champ on SmackDown mm-hmm. Live. Um, unfortunately, it's been at the expense of Asuka. Yeah. But... Um, Asuka's lost three times since she's been up to the main roster. Yeah. And they've been all to... Or two of them, twice to Carmella and once to Charlotte. Okay. Charlotte's coming back from... Imagine have a two-year winning streak in... To, and then in two months in two months two of your losses are to Carmella yeah 
think about that. Charlotte is back from injury. And... I mean, if an implant bursts on you, it is an injury. Yeah. But they, they, didn't, they, they won't tell you that. I mean, we're still in the PG era. That's true. Um, need any eight-year-olds coming to their parents asking what a boob job is. Right. If this was the attitude era, they might, they might have talked about it. They would have talked about it and probably showed you um, scars into, going into surgery. <laughs> uh, I'm a Becky Lynch mark. I love Becky. I think she's entertaining. Um, did you see the match that Charlotte had against uh, Carmella? To get into the to make this a triple threat match, more like Becky Lynch's reaction yes. to the outcome of that. She was mad, and I feel I, like I that got was, no joke to that. She was mad, and I feel like that wasn't kayfabe. I feel like that was legitimate. Like, oh come on, really? Like she didn't know about. Like she had no idea. She still couldn't believe that this is happening. Yeah, um, I know um, that people online are talking about Charlotte turning heel after. Mm-hmm. But allow me to uh, present the idea of Becky Lynch going hill. Something we haven't seen. Haven't seen. It's unexpected. Shake, uh, she'll shake it up. And and it's kind of justified. Yes. It's, no, it's very justified. And it's like, I did all this work. I've been on this hot, I was on this hot streak while you were gone. I have then, not been injured. Yeah. And then you come back, you know, right after injury and get places one yeah one night and one get, match one match and get into this uh, into the title shot that you don't deserve and you make m- my chances of being a champ that much more difficult instead of just worry about Camilla I got worry about you so if they if they turn Becky then I'm fine with Charlotte winning the title because then it gives them something to fight over mm-hmm. and you know um Becky will find a dastardly way to win the title. If Becky wins, I could see Charlotte turning. You know, either way, you know, if she does or doesn't, I'm okay. I don't really care at that point. But I feel like at this point, it's all about, it's got to, the, the main, the, the focal point of, of the women's title scene has to be Becky Lynch. Because she's earned it. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, she hasn't been champion in, in like two years. You know, she's she's been biding her time. She's popular as ever. Would, it would be crazy. I mean, crazy in a good way if they turned her. Because it would be something, again, it would be unexpected. If they turn her, I'm calling you in the second half. I'm like, ah, you Becky. <laughs> and just hanging up. It would be great. It would be great to see. Um, but I feel like the... The SmackDown title scene, women's title scene, has to be focused around Becky. Whether it's her as a face champ or her heel as a heel challenger. Mm-hmm. Um, and either way, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with either of those results. But because we're talking about the match itself, I'm still going to pick Becky. I still feel like she has earned it. And I feel like this will be her time to win the title. Even with the deck even stacked, stacked even higher... With uh, by adding Charlotte to the match. I'm picking Carmella. I I, I like that pick too. I like that you're going with that. I, you know, I I love the fact that this 
little girl essentially. Like she's just tiny. Like she's not. She she doesn't. You know, you look at her like wow, that's she's a wrestler. Like she's a professional wrestler, and you know that that just shows you how tough. Watch this. Watch this. Like that, that's that's a testament to <laughs> what an athlete she is and and how competitive she is. And she doesn't look like a, a wrestler. Even even like even as a woman, she doesn't look like a, a woman's wrestler. She looks like a model. A model, a cheerleader. And the fact that she's held the title for so long, has found these sneaky ways to win the title, I'm totally okay with that too. And I love the fact that you picked Carmel. I, I think that's a great pick. I, I uh, that's a great pick either way. I feel like this the situation we we talked about either Becky going heel or or um, Charlotte the the quickest way to cement that would be if they screw each other out of the title Carmella wins she slinks away and then either Beck, Becky or uh, Charlotte just beats the hell out of the yeah. other one after the match that's the fastest that's the fastest way to set that up absolutely I, I, man great pick too I love it I'm okay with that too hashtag heel Becky. That's what I'm going with. Um, okay, so we finished that one. one. Let's see, I think we got four left. Let's go to the other one. Is back. Alexa Bliss defends her Raw Women's Championship against Ronda Rousey. News, breaking news. WWE just announced. They did announce. Yes, I sent you a picture earlier from TakeOver. Right. Of the uh, uh, evolution match between Bliss and Trish Stratus, and the WWE just announced it's official. They will meet at Evolution. That's huge. So, does that mean Ronda Rousey is dropping or taking the title off of Alexa Bliss? That's what I'm going with. Because to me, it's like, oh. If you're gonna, it's gonna be the first ever women's pay per view in the WWE. Why wouldn't you have one of your championships defended? Mm-hmm. Because I love Trish Stratus for everything she's done for the business. She's also forty two years old. She mm-hmm. has kids. This is a one off. This isn't gonna be a championship match. So if it's not gonna be a championship match. The championship doesn't need to be in there. So then, shouldn't you wait till Monday to announce it? I mean, I guess that makes sense to you. That makes sense to us, but I have no idea what goes into the inner workings of the E. Yeah. Plus, it's one of those things like, okay, you confirm it with Trish Stratus. How long until that gets leaked out? So because you're not just talking to her, you're talking to her, her. You talk to if she has an agent or any kind PR of businessman, people. PR yeah. people. Um, she's no doubt gonna tell her husband, you know, friends, and family find out. She's gonna have to start training, getting in shape for this. Mm-hmm. Although I'm pretty sure she's in fantastic shape. Yeah. So the news is gonna leak out anyway. It's best that you're in control of that story. Okay. That's the only reason I can see. It. Otherwise, I. I would save it mm-hmm. until Monday. Like, I, mean, Monday. I wouldn't even be Monday. I would because when's evolution next month or is it in October? It's in October. So it's October. I wouldn't even let that out till like September because you know what I planned is you know 
Bliss loses her championship tomorrow at SummerSlam. She gets her rematch at whatever pay-per-view is next month. And right. she lo- she loses that, so she gets put in... She starts a feud with Trish Stratus. So, you know, as much as I've liked the feud, and as much as I've liked Ronda Rousey in the ring, mm-hmm. this pretty much cements the outcome then. Ronda Rousey goes over and wins the title. And I'm okay with it now. But I just wish I, you know, could have been a little more surprised. Yeah, th- yeah, but think back to WrestleMania when it was Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. I feel like we all believe Rousey was going to win. It was her first match. Mm-hmm. But it was still an excellent match. Sure. But there's, you know, there's more, there's more at stake. You're right. I mean, that was a, a blood feud. You know, it was, we own you now. Uh, no, you don't own me. But there's actually uh, something on the line. There's there's a, a, a physical title on the line. Uh, you know, the, the prestige of being champion is on the line. And, um, you know, it, it, to me, it kind of takes away from Rouse. But you know what? <clears throat> Maybe, maybe it kind of helps Rousey because it doesn't necessarily, um, you know, just kind of give you the idea that oh well, it's because it's Ronda Rousey she's gonna win the title. So yeah, you know, and you know they got to put the title on her because she's Ronda Rousey and she's probably calling the shots and you know they um, they want her to be the face. You know, the, so maybe it kind of helps her in that way that it it, it would kind of um, dispel those kinds of those kinds of con- uh, misconce- misconceptions or um, you know yeah th- those misconceptions and gives rewards Alexa Bliss also for her contributions. Because that's that's that is a big match, mm. Alexa Bliss and Trish Stratus. I mean, Trish Stratus, you know, is is a Hall of Famer, is a legendary, is now a legendary, you know, women's wrestler. Had great matches. I guarantee every woman in that locker room has watched Trish Stratus matches over and over again. Of course, of course. And She's like their Michael Jordan. Yeah. She was the first diva to not be only a diva. Yeah, and she was not only eye candy. She was talented in the ring. Right, right. A traditional eye candy. Listen, I would say traditional because... Oh, Lord, are we going to get melted? <laughs> no, no, because Lita, you know, yeah. wasn't a model. Or, you know, the kind of... Like a... a wasn't traditional model. Right, posing for Playboy and stuff like that. But I don't, actually, I don't think Tristress posed. But, uh, but still, you know, very, you know, I think desirable. You know, see. Yeah, so, um, yeah, she was the, f- uh, but when, yeah, when you look at Lita, you think more wrestler, performer first. And then, you know, hot girl. But I feel like, you know, yeah, Trish Stratus was the first, like, traditionally hot girl that you would 
Uh, that was also a talented wrestler. That was a, yeah. That turned out to be a really talented wrestler. So I feel like you know, yeah. It I, I feel like it takes away from Ronda a little bit, <clears throat> but it kind of protects her as well a little bit, and it, it ultimately it, it rewards Alexa Bliss as well. So I feel like now knowing what we know now, Ronda's gonna win. So I look at Ronda. Yeah, I'm not. Which that, is fine because I'm, I, I'm, I'm not sorry. worried that much about the ending being the um. Not the ending, well, but yeah, the basically the ending of the match being spoiled because we're watching Takeover, we're yeah. watching the re- the replay. Uh, we orig- originally missed the um, Adam Cole Ricochet match, but of course, Twitter being Twitter, I saw Ricochet was going to win. Right. When I was scrolling through my timeline, the match just finished. It was a great match, even though I know who went, who won. Sure. And they might screw us all over. They might screw us over and have Alexa Bliss keep the title until whatever the next pay per view is. What the hell's the next one? But you see, you can't. I mean, look, Ronda Rousey Hell in a Cell. Maybe, maybe Ronda wins in a Hell in a Cell match, and that would be big. But there's nothing like SummerSlam. There's nothing like WrestleMania. There's nothing like really those two for a, a momentous title change. Monumental title change, excuse me. And of course, you know what picture, what picture I saw? It's of course Ricochet holding the North America title, Triple H standing next to him, pointing to him. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's Hunter's move. That's that's. Uh, when it's all said and done, that will be an iconic mm-hmm. pose. Okay, so let's go. With it. Dolph Ziggler defending his Intercontinental Championship with the help of Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins, who would be with Dean Ambrose. The returning Dean Ambrose. The returning Jacked Dean Ambrose. Jacked Dean Ambrose. What did he tore? What is it? He tore? Tricep. He tore his tricep. It was like, I'm Or maybe it was the bicep. I don't know. Well, he tore a muscle and swore that he would never tore any, tear anything again because he just got in the gym and worked his ass off. <laughs> um, shaved, shaved his head down. He's got the widow's peak. It's, I don't think uh, I've ever noticed it. It was that obvious before. Yeah, it was deep. Okay. Uh, and that's fine. Yeah. It, I think it was time. Um... <clears throat> Again, What's more likely, McIntyre betrays Ziggler or Ambrose betrays Rollins? Uh, well, I should say, which is more likely and which one would you want to see? McIntyre betrays Ziggler. That's the one more likely? That's the one I want to see. Okay. Because I want to see McIntyre go on his own. And you know, um, uh, The thing about McIntyre is that, and you know, I've you know, it's been noted in different uh, different sites that I read. The thing about McIntyre is he is not a dastardly heel. If you've seen if you've seen the way that their storyline has progressed, Ziggler has been the one that's been trying to protect McIntyre. Mm -hmm. But McIntyre goes out and says, "I don't need protection. I, I don't need to be guarded." Put me in a match with Seth Rollins on Monday Night Raw, and I'm going to win. And what does he do? He wins. 
put me, put me in a match against Roman Reigns and I'm going to tear the house down with him. And they tore the house down. Uh, put me in the match with these guys. I'm not running from the big dog. I'm not running from the, the, the man. I'm not running from the guys. You know, the, the, I'm not running from any face. I, I, I don't like these people. I don't like you. I don't like anybody. I'm only out. I'm only in it for myself and my buddy. And my buddy's a little apprehensive, but I'm not. I'm confident because I'm a giant Scotsman, and I've got a lot to prove. I've got a chip on my shoulder. I'm here to whoop ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble. Absolutely. And I like that. I like that he's a he's a burgeoning monster heel. I like that of Drew McIntyre, and I feel like if he decides I don't need Ziggler anymore, that would be cool. I would be okay with that. But it seems like with the new jacked muscles and the haircut, Ambrose is going to be the one turning heel on Seth Rollins. And the reason why I want McIntyre to go heel is because Ambrose turning heel on Rollins... Well, Rollins turning heel on Ambrose is so predictable and something we've already seen mm-hmm. um, that we don't need. I don't need to see it again, and I don't need to see it at SummerSlam. Do it at Hell in the Cell. That's fine. Do it on Monday Night Raw, but we don't need to see it at SummerSlam. Make it more memorable. If you want to make SummerSlam more memorable, McIntyre decides I'm I'm done with this guy, and I'm this is the beginning of my monster run. Because you can always go back and say, when did this happen? SummerSlam 2018. That's when it started. Okay. So for the match itself, we talked about it earlier, the rivalry's been so strong that I wouldn't have mind seeing this headline SummerSlam either. Yeah. And I wouldn't have minded seeing it as a, a ladder match or some sort of stipulation, you know? An actual hour Iron Man match, totally. Although I would, I would kill myself if the the Brooklyn crowd oh. was counting down. I I call I call an early finish and yeah. just go home. Um, yeah, it's weird they went from a last man standing match and then this is just a regular singles match. Feels like there should have been some kind of stipulation. You're right about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they went straight to the stipulation match, like. And when I heard about that, I was like, oh, that seems kind of short-sighted. Like, because where do you go from there if if this feud continues? And it's now, it's back to one-on-one. And, um, but, I, you know, maybe that's okay because that, that Iron Man match was so close and was decided by an outside force that, you know, maybe you do just need one fall and that's fine. But... A ladder match would have been really cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, ladder match for the Intercontinental title is iconic. Yes. It's an iconic match. Was that WrestleMania 10? Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, go Google it. Yeah. We're not here to hold your hand for everything. So, um, now is the real pickle. Mm-hmm. Who do I want to see win this match? Because I'm fine with either one of these guys holding the title. And I... I like the idea of Ziggler being champion. Ziggler is... Ziggler's run, current run as Intercontinental title champion mm-hmm. 
so much better than his more recent runs because he's he's not the show off he's just better than you and he doesn't have to show off anymore he just knows he's better than you so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Ziggler I'm gonna pick Ziggler as well just because of if Rollins wins the championship, the Ziggler gets a rematch, so this keeps going. Uh, yeah. If Ziggler wins here, he'll have the last two decisive victories over Seth Rollins. And more importantly, that frees up Rollins to do something else. Right. Like chase another title, another red belt. Right. That'll hopefully be on Raw. <laughs> Very soon. Yeah. So Roku win with us, uh, Ziggler. I'm going to say Rollins. Mm, we got two. We got two matches left. Make sure we went through everything. I think we got two left. Uh, let's save the big one for last. So we'll go with AJ Styles defends his WWE Championship against Samoa Joe. Interesting feud. Um, they went with the whole Samoa Joe is playing mind games that AJ doesn't. He he doesn't want to be. Home with his family, or which is like the that. this is the weirdest thing. Weirdest thing is like, oh, you're out on the road, and you don't pay attention to your family. Nigga, you're right here with me. Right. We got a lot. We share a locker room. What are you talking about? You know, I don't see my family. You don't see your family. I feel like they could have. The greatest thing that ever happened to WWE was Skype. Right. They could have taken this. I guess. They felt, I guess they felt like, well, we've already got a, a match that's built, that has a, a long-standing history built into the rivalry mm. with Brian and, and The Miz, where I guess they felt like they couldn't do that here with, with this rivalry. Also, but I don't... What the I hell? Just... Do it anyways, because it, it makes so much sense. It's a built-in rivalry. They, they've wrestled each other for over 10 years. In other companies and on the indies. Yeah, but what companies can you talk about? You don't have to name them. Because they they definitely named, um, you know, New Japan. They were fine with that. That's kind of. They mentioned the IWGP title. Yeah. But they never yeah. specifically said New Japan. Yeah, but okay. Pro they're not n- mentioning Ring of Honor or Impact. Right. And they don't need to. All you have to say is you've wrestled all over the world. And AJ did that. I mean, he said, you know, we 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 were roommates in these, you know, cockroach-infested, you know, apartment complexes, and and you know, we've, we've been on the road together, um, and that's all you need to know. You don't maybe, need to know where you've been. Just, maybe they just didn't want to go back to the same well that they went to for the Shinsuke Nakamura for feud. But see, it's even it's even more meaningful than, than that feud. Because it's been a longer feud. AJ didn't start feuding with Nakamura until 2014 or 2015 when he got to New Japan. But again, him and Joe have wrestled in Impact, TNA. I'm saying it's Ring not, of Honor. You talk about these two competitors are the best of the best, and they've been fighting each other for years. <clears throat> yeah. Am I talking about AJ Styles and Nakamura or AJ Styles and... Um, Samoa Joe. AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Are you sure? 
And yes. I, you say the same thing for Nakamura. Fighting for years, two years in, in years. I can just see that, like... But you could be more specific. Let's not... I can see that, like, we saw how that worked out. The matches were subpar for mm-hmm. what they hyped him up to be. So let's just try something different. Even though I don't... Personally, I don't right. like what they did. You're away from your family. You're a bad father. Ha, 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 ha. Right. Sir, I literally have my kid's birthdays <laughs> initialed <laughs> on, on my, my ribs. So. Right. Uh, sure, I mean, credit for trying something different. But you could have said over 10 years, all over the world. Nakamura and Styles, just Japan. But you could say all over the world, these guys have battled. Um, but still... Present day, it's still a big match. It's still, even without, I guess, highlighting the history, most fans know there's history. Mm-hmm. And that so it, it works. Yeah, it works. And it'll be, it, so it's a meaningful feud. It's a meaningful match for the title. The TNA special. Right. Here on the second biggest WWE show of the year. <laughs> think about that. Um, Trying to think anything else about this match. Um, again, it. I still would have put Ziggler, Rollins, The Miz, and Brian, either one of those matches over them as the main event. I wouldn't be surprised if that Intercontinental match is later in the card than the WWE Championship match. You think it goes on before? Or after the IC title? I think uh, I probably it goes on before. Okay. Like it's somewhere, maybe, let's see, so there's 10 matches, so it's probably like the fourth or fifth match on the card. Wow. It's kind of a bummer, but, you know, I guess it's kind of hard to, you know, fit it in, I guess. I mean, the, I believe the Universal Championship is going to be last. And yeah. You want to have some separation from mm-hmm. between the two. It is what it is. Uh, who you got winning? Man, I've got. Um, I'm gonna go AJ Styles retaining. I don't know if they're ready to put the title on Joe yet. How much longer can? I'm trying to book my whole Daniel Bryan, uh, Miz, at WrestleMania. Then you keep the title on Styles, so the Miz. Is the heel can win the title, take the title off the face Styles, because you're not going to take the title off. Heel Miz isn't going to take the title off heel Joe. If you want to look at it that way, maybe I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Is there some face transition champion that we can find on SmackDown real quick? Rusev. Like looking at this. But you've already been there. They've already been down that road. Yeah. Damn, you're right. You know what? I guess I'll go AJ Styles as well. Because I really was trying to make a case for Samoa Joe winning. Mm -hmm. Because I think they've already advertised for them having another match at Hell in a Cell. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, AJ, uh, Samoa Joe wins. And then they have a rematch. Hell and Cell match? Cell. That could be worthy. But I'll still pick um, AJ Styles. 
I don't know. I'm trying to. I feel like, you know, I'm going Samoa Joe because there's enough time for him to lose the belt back to AJ, and then AJ lose it to the Miz. We're only in August. Okay, that's fair. So maybe. So I guess. God, but wait a minute. They won't have. Do you think they're going to sell? This is off topic, but I think they're going to have the same rules as they did last year with Survivor Series, where the WWE Champion and the um, Universal Champion. Yeah, they face off. <clears throat> um, no, I think that was a one-time deal because it's Brock Lesnar and AJ Styles. I think if Brock Lesnar is not champion, then you don't need to do that. You could do. I mean, you could do the two top champs captaining Survivor Series teams. Oh, my Survivor Series. I forgot about my Survivor Series plan. You want to hear my Survivor Series idea or you want to finish the uh, sure, card? Sure, Let's hear it. Okay. So, you, have your, you basically, let's do a... Um, I'm not sure we do a gauntlet match or a Royal Rumble to pick the captains. Mm-hmm. But let's do a gauntlet match. So, you have a gauntlet match on... SmackDown, you have one on Raw. You have one on Raw, you have one on SmackDown. And so that's how you got your team captains. So team captains, you get to pick the four other comparators you want on your team. Mm-hmm. However, those four people, they can be challenged by anyone on the roster for their spot. Oh, okay. If you refuse the challenge, you lose your spot. So, they, they, you, your only person that's safe is the team captain. You went to the gauntlet match, you're supposed to say. Also, in order to make it interesting, the winning team, whoever is left at the end of the match, you, the winning team, whoever's left, gets to challenge the champion at the next pay-per-view. Oh, okay. So it gives incentive to... It gives you incentive to to win, but also gives you incentive to try to get a weak person on your team so they get eliminated, so it helps your chances mm-hmm. at whatever. What's after that? Survivor Series? Uh, I think it was Elimination Chamber last year. Okay. Is it Elimination Chamber? Wow. Damn, if it's Elimination Chamber, this completely screws up my idea. Let's Maybe see. not. I'll say no so it doesn't screw up your idea. But yeah, that's my plan. So you could see something where like... Okay, let's say... Seth Rollins is... He wins the gauntlet match. He's the captain. So he picks his shield brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh... Let's say you pick Ziggler and then someone else. And then Jason Jordan challenges someone and Fluke wins. And then for the rest of the time until the virus series, they're trying to get him off the team. But he keeps winning. (laughs) (laughs) I can dig it. I don't know how I came up with the idea. I was just brainstorming, like, what would be fun? It'd be fun. fun No, I was like, there needs to be actual stakes at Survivor Series. Mm -hmm. 
and surviving like a kayfabe uh, amount of money like yo the winning team the winning team wins a hundred thousand dollars a split between them right like, let's give them a title shot and let's make it they have to fight and actually win for the title shot and yeah. survive yeah because bragging rights I mean they do that they've done it two years in a row now you, ch- you gotta change the stakes at this point otherwise why are we tuning in we're just gonna see red win blue win you know back and forth and they can do the same thing with the women. Yeah. Your winning team, your winning survivors, you get a shot at the title. Mm-hmm. Where the champion is in the next pay-per-view. So if just one, there's a one-on-one match. If all five of you survive, then it's a six-pack match. I like it. Go, Jerry. Let's go. Uh, we picked who we want to win, right? Yes. Okay, I'm taking Samoa Joe and you're taking... Spots. Okay. Final match... Brock Lesnar defends his WWE Universe Championship against the big dog, Roman Reigns. I don't know what circle or what degree it is, 360, 180, 540, but I've come from liking Roman Reigns to despising him to now like being indifferent enough that I can critically um, rate him. I believe last time we talked about wrestling, I say he's top five male wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not great on the mic, but he's serviceable. Mm-hmm. And I hope he wins the, t- the title because if he loses this, what's the point? You lose three times against uh, Lesnar, clean, well, clean. clean. Then I can't ever take. I can't ever take you seriously for, uh, you know, a championship run. Yeah, and then it just means that you're not the best. Because what does that mean if you lose and say somebody else finally takes the title off Lesnar but, and then you're able to beat that guy? Mm-hmm. You're still never going to be as good as Brock Lesnar. Oh, and also, everyone else, when they get an F5 from Brock, that's the end of the match. Mm-hmm. So, we saw at uh, WrestleMania, F5 after F5 after F5, Roman kept getting up. So, if you can take that damage and still lose, I can never take anyone else's credible threat to Brock Lesnar. Right. I feel like we, I mean... Because it's the same thing with um, Roman. One spear, you're done. So, if you're one-shotting everybody... And this guy is whooping your ass. You know, he has to hit you multiple times in order to beat you. How can I believe anyone below you that you one shot has a chance against the guy who keeps whooping your ass? Yeah. I hope that makes sense. (laughs) No, no, it does. No, absolutely. So, which, you know, means it's got to be Roman's time. Finally. Mm -hmm. And... I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I want to say I love Brock Lesnar getting paid more to work less. Sure. Because I know people complain about, oh, the title's not on, blah, blah, blah. Shit. My job came to me and gave me a 50% raise and said I only have to work four days a week. I don't give a damn about my employees, my coworkers, none of that. I'm signing up for that immediately. 
And anybody listening, you'd be a fool not to do the same thing. Yeah, I mean, it's let my like, job say I'm off Wednesdays and I get a fifty percent raise. It's telling like, me to sign here, man. I signed so fast, I'd be fire on that damn paper. Why would you pick Wednesday? I'd pick huh? Monday. <laughs> I'd be off. Work two days off. Work two days off. Work four days on, three days off, but be off Monday because Friday. I like being at work on Friday. Wednesdays are our slowest days, so they're oh, okay. boring days. Time just, you know, it just crawls. So let me just be off. Just don't just yeah. take it all off. Yeah. I got you. I'd rather be, you know, there when it's busy. Then time flies. I look up. It's like, oh shit, it's two fifty five. Time to bounce. Um. No, man, you can't ever blame a guy for getting paid mm-hmm. and having the schedule he has. Calling the shots that he calls, basically. Um, you know, whether he deserves it or not, he's he, he's found himself in that position. And you can't blame anybody for, for taking advantage of it. Now, obviously, it's frustrating to the fans, but none of us would... None of us would um, turn down those terms turn down that that contract I'm taking it every day and twice on Sunday yeah so you know it's it's kind of hypocritical in a sense to be upset but because you do the same but again everybody everybody that's ever existed and will ever exist will always exhibit at least one bit of hypocrisy in their lifetime. If you ever came to me and said, they offered me more money and a day off, but I said no because I wasn't fair to my coworkers, I'd backhand the everlasting shit out of you. <laughs> and rightfully so. If I was, I wouldn't even be first in line. I'm pretty sure your father would beat me to it. Yeah. Be a lot of people. <laughs> so, your mother would stomp you out. So I... But the difference, I feel like, between me is that I, I'm willing to accept my hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. So am I. And to say, I am frustrated that the title isn't on television every day, every week. That it's not being defended. That there's no new challengers. That there's yeah. no new, sto- no new storylines mm-hmm. revolving the, the title. But, I mean, yeah, I'm, if I'm, you're holding the title, you, you're, if you have that contract, you can't turn it down. Yeah. So... With that being said, I hope this is the night that Roman wins the title. Yes, you know. I want to see it on Raw every night. Right. Make it meaningful. And even Roman, you know, had some points in the in an interview that some people said was a little um, uh, big-headed of him. But he, it does make sense. Let's maybe. say the Universal title is maybe not being defended, but it's appearing at every live event maybe you sell more tickets because the champion is on the card maybe you sell more maybe more people show up to those live events and that in turn does better business for the company where you show up you, you know and you can you sell more merch you create more merch for the champion yeah Just make money so in that sense I feel like it's you know it's a great, it would be, you know, it's it's needed to take 
you know, it's time to take the title off Brock. Brock can always come back, basically whenever he wants, and basically whenever he wants, can throw himself in the mix again. And he doesn't need the title. He doesn't. He he doesn't need the title. He never needed. No. He's Brock. Friggin' Lesnar. He doesn't need, he's bigger than, like we said, New Day's bigger than the Tag Team Championships. Brock Lesnar is bigger than the WWE Championship, Universal Championship, because of what he does in and outside WWE. Right. And, um, it'll, it gives him a chance to focus on getting back to the UFC. Mm-hmm. You know, and, did he look? Did you see Raw? He looks slimmer. He's okay. he's dropping. He he's losing the mass. He's not as thick as he usually is. So you know, hopefully he's getting clean because that's really look. If you can't stay clean for a UFC fight, then none of this really makes any sense, and none of it matters. And it's just like at this at that point, if he can't fight for the UFC heavyweight title, whether he deserves it or not, if he can't fight in that. You know, be in that fight because he's not clean, because he can't pass a drug test, then he just needs to go away from everything. He's made a lot of money. He just needs to go away from everything. And nobody should give him a, a, an opportunity to, to be, um, to, to be a, to, you know, nobody should give him the opportunity to be out there. I want to point out that this is a listening device, and this audio will be on the internet. And there's a non-zero chance that Brock Lesnar hears this. And if he hears this, Brock, <laughs> come for the Hispanic guy. The black guy has nothing to do with this. He's on your side, huh? I, I, I don't want no smoke. I don't want them problems. I don't want them hands. No. Um, I, you know, I speak as a fan of wrestling and MMA. You know, that's why I feel like Get clean and, and, and fight clean, mm-hmm. and that's in you know then I'm good. Because at the end of the day, it is my money that that's up at stake. Because if I spend money to watch that to see a pay per view, and it turns out he's can't make the fight because he's not clean or whatever, then I've just wasted some money, and it you know it's frustrating. So. Um, I feel like now is the time for him to just go away for a little while. And if he comes back, cool. You know, it, it'll be it'll he'll always get a pop if he comes back. Yep. But you know what? Well, he has some of the greatest interest music in WWE history. That's hundred percent. But at this time, at this point, it's time to go. It's time. It's time to take the title off. It's time to bring the title home. To Raw, to live events, to pay-per-views, to, you know, more than one pay-per-view, a quarter. And, uh, you know, get the ball rolling, man. You know, make it more meaningful for other guys on the roster. For Finn Balor, for Seth Rollins, for Dean Ambrose, for Drew McIntyre. You heard uh, Seth Rollins, who's, uh, he had an interview, he was talking about The Rock. Yeah. Okay, but they don't need the rock. They, they don't. How are they basically? How are they going to build stars? If they can't keep relying you on. You just said years? this is the greatest era of professional wrestling. From and a from talent, a talent standpoint. Look, from WWE to Ring of Honor, Impact, New Japan, and all the other independent. All over. 
there's never been a better. We are in the golden era of wrestling. Yeah. Because you, because we have great wrestlers. Um, you have all access to see them. We didn't even talk about you know the All In pay per view, which we'll talk, we should talk about later uh, another time. Which might be a one off. Might. Because WWE is coming with that cash. Yeah. Uh, so two questions. Oh, do you so you don't need the Rock. You don't need the Rock. Nope. And I love the Rock. He can come and you know pop in. Sure. Don't ever need to wrestle again. Don't need to see him wrestle again. You don't need Brock either, mm. but He's Brock isn't the Rock. Brock doesn't have a, 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 a non-stop movie schedule, doesn't have television shows, doesn't have an empire that he's running. Mm-hmm. If he comes back to perform, cool. Because you know what? The f- most frustrating thing about all of this is that Brock Lesnar, if you go back and watch those old SmackDown episodes... From the early 2000s, when he first came on the scene, he is a great performer, dude. He was great on the, I mean, he was good on the mic, entertaining on the mic. He was great in the ring, great in backstage segments. You know, he he was, he fit in as a performer. Even though he stood out from everybody, he still fit in. And now he's just a guy that just shows up and doesn't literally says nothing. And you get the same five lines from Paul Heyman. And then they all go home. Just stand there, just think how big that check gonna be. Right. Uh, okay, so I got two questions for you. Who do you think wins the match? Okay. Uh, Roman Reigns. I agree, Roman Reigns. Second question, who leads SummerSlam with the Universal title? Um, <clears throat> who did I pick? I picked mm-hmm. Braun Strowman to win. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm gonna say Roman Reigns because I don't think Ro- Braun is a well. I mean, I guess he could cash in on Roman, but I feel like they're gonna they're gonna give it. They're going to. They're, they're going to give Roman the ball for at least one pay-per-view. Quick side note. We're, we're, like I said, we were watching the takeover, and I remember you earlier you were talking about Ciampa. He doesn't have any music. He doesn't. He also doesn't have any video. It's just his name on the That's screen. That's all he needs. <sighs> it's all about him. God, he's so good. If only he was like four five inches taller. <laughs> right. He'd be both him and Gargano if they were just a couple inches taller. Uh, okay, so I agree with you. Roman Reigns will win the match. Don't believe he's walking out champion. Oh, Do you want to send everybody home happy? Me? No, I don't care about those people. I don't care about those fans. Because they're going to piss all over the main event anyways. And you know what? Yeah, that no, they don't deserve. They don't deserve it. They, they did the same thing at Extreme Rules when it was Lashley Lee versus Lashley versus Roman Reigns, and it was a good match. It was a really good match. I hope they have that match on on Sunday where they just two guys beating the holy hell out of each mm-hmm. other. That'd be great. Um, I had Owens winning the Money in Bank, so keeping with that. You know what? Fuck Brooklyn. Let's Roman. Leaves with the title. Roman leaves with the title, and I'm I'm cool with it. Yeah. I'm a okay with it. 
Alright. That's it. We're done. I'm again I'm excited. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm always excited for these big shows. I love how we started recording. I was like, oh we don't have much time. We're gonna do it. We're to see if we can get on an hour. You wanna guess how long we've been? Uh hour twenty. Hour forty three. Wow! Holy cow! We are long. For- I knew things were going bad when we, with the first match we talked about, the pre-show match, and it went on for like ten minutes. Like, oh, this is gonna be long. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to say to the peeps? Thank you as always for tuning in. Yeah, thanks guys. This is episode ninety-six. We'll be damn. We do one a week. We'll be at a hundred next month. We really get interest. just in time for all in. Yeah, yeah. We really need interest fees. See what we can do. All right. Any other business move? No. Tune into SummerSlam. Would you like to do a second podcast with uh, like someone else, like doing MMA? Oh, we could. Yeah, we could look into it. Yeah. Am I gonna have to purchase more mics because I might have to take a small business loan out? <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. Right. I hope to have one out with Daniel next week, just talking, talking mess. Cool. Because we recorded one a couple weeks ago. Yeah. The problem is, when I recorded, I recorded his sound through my speakers instead of my mic. So you hear me fine, but he sounds like, literally, like he's speaking No, like he's speaking from Illinois. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) So that was like an hour, hour and a half we did about Kawhi Leonard and the NBA that basically is for not. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, That's a bummer. We'll do. We'll try again. Shout out to your brother. Yes, uh, I need to text him. See what? Cause I, we were talking about doing a um, a podcast after every Texans game, mm. just reactions, which will be fun for people. Probably not fun for us because we're getting back. Uh, stay tuned because we have to do. We gotta get ready for the NFL. We gotta do. Under overs, gotta talk about the Texans. Do light scouting on other teams. I hope my girlfriend didn't hear this because she's a Seattle Seahawks fan, <laughs> and I have don't have too many good things to say about them. And we'll talk about other stuff. I'll email you her message. All right, say goodbye. You that's that's your thing. Oh, you have anything you want to say goodbye? Oh. Uh, spread your Twitter, Anthony. Underscore E L R I C. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and I am Quinn underscore 288. And that's it for episode 96. Um, for Anthony, I am De Quincy. Later, babies. <laughs>